today I continue uh, my father's tales. This will be um, episode or entry five. It's noon, um, so usually I'm talking about my father with my coffee, but today I am not. It's uh, almost lunchtime. And yesterday I talked a lot about my dad and boating and how he loved boats. He loved the water. He loved the outdoors. He spent a lot of time outdoors when he could. And one of the things that when I was talking about his all of the boats he had, one thing that I <laughs> failed to talk about was a, a funny thing that, that both my mom and dad liked to talk about this story. They, for a short time, a very short time, they also owned, a, or he did, a sailboat. All of this, the, the boating was all my dad. But my mom was a good sport about stuff. She really was. And she liked, as I said yesterday, she loved driving the boat for people to ski and, and did that very well. But they, they owned the sailboat for a very short time. So I don't have any personal memories of being on the sailboat because they got rid of it. <laughs> But they took it out, just the two of them, thought it would be a, a great idea to go out sailing. And they had a great time, they said. Uh, spent all day sailing around uh, Eagle Mountain Lake until one thing happened unexpectedly. They lost wind and very much out of character for my father, he had no backup. He he typically had backup. He he was prepared. In his vehicles, he always had a flashlight. He loved flashlights. <laughs> and uh, he had uh, a rope. He had he had a, a towing a towing rope. So if he needed to be towed or someone else needed to be towed, he had jumper cables. He had a toolbox with tools for spark plug, you know, stuff. He had water for the uh, oh, the thing that holds the water <laughs> in your car. Uh, he was prepared. He was prepared. But on this particular day, in the sailboat, he didn't have a paddle. They had no paddles, and they had no trolling motor. They had nothing but the sail. It was just, let's go sailing. And the wind died down, and the wind never picked up. And it got later and later and later, and darkness fell. And they kept waiting for the wind to pick back up. He had a good sense of where he needed to be. They weren't lost on the lake. They just had no way to get off the lake. And as the, <laughs> the darkness fell upon them, Boats would would pass them, and and they could voices carry on water. It's even where we are with the with the uh, intercoastal. We're we're on the the Atlantic uh, intercoastal uh, section of the uh, Atlantic Ocean, and when people, especially depending on the direction of the wind, we could hear them on their boats uh, as we sit in our outdoor room. We can hear every word they say. And so, the, and, and they said uh, this one big yacht went perilously close to them. And 
they could hear them. And as the boat went past, I said, did you see that crazy son of a bitch just sitting there? But they didn't offer to help him. I guess see, they didn't, They weren't waving for help or anything, knowing how much pride my dad had. He, he was like, we're going to, when the L freezes over, we're going to wait for the wind. <laughs> but the wind finally did pick up as night went on, and they were able to sail on back to shore. But he was never, ever, ever, no matter what boat he had, no matter the size of it, even the cabin crews, he had paddles. <laughs> he had paddles. So, But they could tell it, both he and my mom could tell it in such a funny way that you would just, you could just see them on the water <laughs> with no with no paddles. But uh, my dad uh, was such an amazing individual when he had a heart attack uh, at 50. He, luckily, it was mild in nature. He was hospitalized and underwent a lot of testing and uh, procedures, but uh, he was able to manage uh, his condition on uh, with medication. And, uh, but he was a smoker at that time. When I was a kid, he smoked camel cigarettes, the worst ever. They had no filters. But the, I loved it because the, uh, the cigarettes, the Camel cigarettes, came with pennies inside the packaging. And I always got the pennies. So that was pretty cool. But uh, once again, when, he, when they said no more smoking, and at that time he smoked Tarrington, Tarrington, Tarrington cigarettes. And, uh, and he smoked, he wasn't a chain smoker at all. But he smoked uh, too much, and they, the doctor, the cardiologist, told him, "You have to give that up. No more smoking. That's it for smoking." And just like he did with drinking years before, smoking is such an addiction. It's such a, a, a horrible, horrible addiction. I've never smoked, and Gary's never smoked, but we know that. Uh, we have a real, both of us have a real appreciation for the fact that it's, it's such a, a, a hard addiction for people. But he, when he left the hospital, he never smoked again. He never smoked again. He would, in the hospital, because he was so used to, he'd have his, his fingers around the, <laughs> the monitor. I walked in when Gary and I walked in one day, he had a, he had a, you know, his, his fingers around the thermometer. They were taking his temperature like a cigarette. But he, and he had no respect from that day forward for other people that smoked because he realized how dangerous it was. He, he was not too proud. While he was maybe too proud to call, <laughs> help me, I need to get back to shore. Uh, he was, uh, he was not too proud to, he wasn't stupid. He was smart and he knew. Uh, I don't know everything, and uh, and and he he really although he typically was the smartest one in the room, he never acted like it, and he was fully uh, humble enough to to learn from other people, and and did, and very very th that's the sign of a really smart person when you know that you're not the smartest one in the room and you can learn from other people, and he certainly did that, and so with smoking he he gave it up cold turkey. 
But he and my mom were 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 quite a pair, uh, even though they were quite different. And he, I will say this for him: he he was loyal to products. And in my young life, no matter the occasion, he gave my mom birthday, Christmas, whatever. He would give her a set of this fragrance called Evening in Paris. I loved it because it came in the most beautiful boxes with silk, uh, satin lining, and the bottles are beautiful. And I have I don't have any of my mother's because she really didn't keep them. But they're, the glass is uh, this cobalt blue, and the lids were pointy and uh, very Parisian and silver. So I have a few. They're not, I don't have them out. I may get them out I, I, and put them on display. The the bottles are, they're, they're collector's items now, and they're very hard to find. So I would give anything if I had the boxes. And so, but that's what he gave her every time she knew what she would get. But he liked to shop later years when he stopped doing that. And she finally, I guess, hinted around that, I have enough to last a lifetime, so maybe you could get something else. But he always shopped on Christmas Eve, and he loved doing that because he said everyone was really nice. You would think that they wouldn't be, but the clerks were really nice. They were they were almost done with the season, and he would get good deals. And so he would take one day, you know, the, do it all Christmas Eve and go out and shop and. He was not a shopper. Now, he, he, I say that. He was and he wasn't. He was a shopper in a way because there was a publication called The Shopper. And that's all it was, a classified ads. It was this whole paper. And he would pour over it, and I never really got it. I was a newspaper reader as a kid along with him because he read morning, evening. He read newspapers like crazy, and as did I. I. I don't know if it was because of him, but I loved reading the newspapers as a, as a young child and continued that as it then became my career being at a newspaper. But uh, he shopped the classifieds like crazy and he would go and, and get deals on things that he wanted to get. But as far as just going and shopping for fun and <laughs> clothes and stuff like that, no, no, he, he wasn't. But he did do that on Christmas Eve. He did the uh, one day I'm out there shopping and come back with all of his packages and he'd go in his room. He did his own wrapping. He would go and then bring them out, put them under the tree. It was awesome. It was really fun. And we got a big, no matter what he got, I still have right now the last Christmas present he bought me. And it was a, a it wasn't a perfume that I wore. But he thought uh, he thought that it was, and um, and I still have it. I I uh, I still have the the bottle of perfume that he bought me uh, in uh, uh, 2000. My very last Christmas present from him. But um, he he did very cool things. My dad, he unexpected things, I guess. He, while he did fish fries and he did barbecue and this sort of thing, he was not one to get in there and cook with my mother. I, probably my mother didn't really, well, I know she didn't. She she didn't want really help cooking. She didn't mind being in the kitchen with her and I would be there watching her and that was fine. I would sit on the on the uh, counter and, and, and watch her and talk to her and stuff while she cooked, but she didn't want help 
if you wanted to cook, and my older sister always loved to cook, so my mother let her when she wanted to, and but my mother wasn't in there. She was like, you know, get after it, go do it. So she didn't really want help, and so Daddy really didn't. They didn't get in the kitchen together like that. But what he would do, he was a very spiritual spiritual person in his way, but he really went to church very few times. Now, he was baptized, and he uh, was a member of a church, uh, a Methodist church at the time of his death, but he wasn't a big churchgoer, although very spiritual in his own way. And one of his favorite cartoons was a... Uh, Ricochet was a, a cartoon in the paper. It was the gunslinger hip shot on Christmas. Uh, he hip shot on. He was like the gunslinger of this little town, and he would go past the church on Christmas morning while uh, all the townspeople were going into the church, and you, you know, and so forth. And and then hip shot would ride up to the top of the mountain and said, you know, something to the effect of. Sorry, I'm late, boss. In other words, he was talking to God on the top of the mountain. And it was very cool, and that was my dad's favorite, favorite uh, cartoon in the paper. But And they ran it, the cartoonists ran it, every year at Christmas. But what my dad would do on Sundays when we would go to church, he would cook. He would cook. And usually it would be things like pot roast, which I don't eat beef I don't, I've never really liked pot roast, to be honest, even when I did eat beef. I never cooked pot roast myself. I just, I don't like it. I didn't like it. Uh, I never, never really liked it. Never really said that. I ate it. I never complained about food. Uh, if it was put on the table, I ate food. And uh, that was the, that was the way that you do. That's, the, that is the way you do. And, but... He would make the most delicious food, whatever that was, fried chicken, potatoes, and he would do it all, you know, himself. And we would come home from church and change out of our, out of our uh, church clothes into something else and, and have the most delicious lunch prepared by Daddy. And I can still just know how it felt to come in and everything smells so good. And it was really special because he was doing it not mother, and that was, uh, you know, out of the norm of, because he didn't do it every Sunday. He would pick, like, one Sunday a month to do it, or, you know, maybe more, but he definitely not every Sunday would he do that. So here I am, it's actually Saturday, thinking about how weekends were for us, and as I continue through the stories of my life with my father and things that he said, stories he told, uh, I am finding it to be even more rewarding for me than I, than I thought as I sit through the lockdown of the COVID-19 and find, find things to, to be productive. I am finding that this is uh, really much more special than I even thought it would be as I share my father's tales.